GM, GM. Give it a minute before I tweet this out. Any of y'all want to hop up on stage, feel free to. Um, I know the Room 110 guys have a meeting going on that should be wrapping up here in a minute, and they're going to rotate over. But in the meantime, I appreciate you guys rolling up another week and another episode of Wonky Weekly Alpha. So 37 straight weeks of this, which is awesome. It's exciting. You know, looking back on just what it took to get here and, um, you know, how it's been a little over a year with the project, but just being able to keep the vibes up with these spaces each and every week has just been something that personally I've really enjoyed. And, you know, like one of those things too, I don't mind. I can talk to an empty room all day. Slash a full room. I don't care. One way or the other, we're here. I'm here. We're going to vibe one way or the other. Um, because, yeah, that's what these Friday spaces are meant for. Um, so, again, if you are here and you have never stepped up on stage in your life, this is your moment. It is not as scary as it seems. I promise you, give it a shot. You won't regret it. I mean, maybe you will. Maybe you're going to make an ass of yourself. No, I'm just kidding. You won't. Be fine. Um, but yeah, you know, and it's a glorious Friday, too, because looking at it, like, you know, one, the other day, a lot of people said just basically everything was going to go to the shitter, right? Like, after Fet or Jerome Powell gave his speech and, um, yeah, like, everything immediately dipped back down lower to the range lows. And there were a lot of people that were expecting that, okay, everything's going to fall apart after this. Like, you know, Powell was too hawkish. He ruined us. We're never going to bounce back. And once again, here we are two days later, back at range highs, seeing a little bit of a pullback off resistance. And that's fine. Um, you know, the NFT marketplace slowly picking up a little bit of volume as well. Nothing too insane yet. But, you know, I think it's one of those things that here in a little bit, we'll see, we'll see a turnaround. My, my thought process with the, the big NFT pickup is still going to be as low IQ as this sounds, right around that Blur IO, uh, the Blur release of whatever their token is. So sometime in early January, I really think that's going to be a stimulus check for DGENs who have been active in the market. And I, I think we're going to pick back up from there. So, you know, one of those things where another couple months of slow growth and that's what you, you look for in that season are just periods of, okay, what do you see potential value being able to bounce back in? Um, Crayola, what's going on, man? Hey, what's up, buddy? Good to, good to be up here. Um, hope y'all are doing all right, man. Just uh, taking me a little lunch break and, Hanging out. Bro, tell me, is UNC football actually legit this year? Dude, my, my boy's putting up massive numbers. Absolutely <laughs> massive numbers. They've even talked about Heisman, which that's a little preemptive. But if he if he stays consistent, that's my biggest worry, is if he stays consistent for the next two to three years, he'll probably bring in some really good recruits. Because now they're calling back in offers, like people that told him no are now coming back trying to see if they'll still offer him the same thing. So I'm excited. Yeah, who is this again? UNC football. Like no, just I mean, do, what, what, 
what's it, the quarterback's name? Oh, Drake May. He's Luke May's brother. They've got a long history, a long line of history uh, at UNC. His dad was a quarterback there. Uh, his brother's in the, like, G League or overseas. Luke May hit one of the biggest shots to get us to the national championship. And then his his uh they have a third brother that's actually a walk on for the basketball team right now. So their whole family's just stacked. But they were all like grinders, right? They were all like walk walk ons. Drake May is really the only person to be highly recruited. And he was gonna go to like Alabama or something like that, but then he wanted to be a bigger fish in a smaller pond and wanted to stay around home because they're from Charlotte. So um, yeah, it's I'm been looking a at this fan, you guys. You guys have a really stacked resume right now. I mean, you beat up on Florida A and M, App State, Georgia State. Yeah, they, um, now this you know, is a, this I mean, is a fifty percent win Miami team. You know, uh, yeah. a Duke team that's a basketball school. Yep. Uh, no, I'm just messing. <laughs> so like, yeah, we'll we'll see what happens whenever you guys play a real team. I don't know. I'm sorry for getting off topic for everybody in the crowd, but I'm not really. At the end of the day, like that's what these Fridays are about. Nick, what's going on, man? <laughs> Well, since Nick is rugging us, Crayola, I'll give you an opportunity for a rebuttal there, real quick. Nah, no, no rebuttals, man. Uh, just it's not the prettiest record. I mean, some of those games we won, we won by a few points, and uh, we need to definitely be better. And I think we're getting there. Our defense is trash. Um, our passing defense is trash. So when we do inevitably play Clemson, probably for an ACC title, it's going to be a really uh, tough, tough battle. Um, but that's what I want. I want UNC football to come back around. Now, granted, look at our well, basketball team, and we're one of we're ranked number one. That hey, doesn't make me feel comfortable either. <laughs> I was gonna ask, what was the guy's name that was like your your ringer in basketball? The big dude. I, I forget. Um, Brady, Brady Manick. No, no, not Brady Manick. The other guy that was like, you know, the All-American center, um, you know. Like, Tyler he, Hansbrough. He came out with, no, no, no. Oh. Like the guy from last season. <laughs> Why am oh. I blanking on his name? I know. Bay, Baycott. Ar- yeah, Baycott. So yeah. I was going to ask, he came out with an NFT collection. I remember that last year. Like, I copped one. I, I was going to say, have all those <laughs> gone to zero? I expected them to, but I don't know. what Whatever happened with those? Yeah, they're as far as I know, they're in my hidden folder. They're at zero. Um, but uh, the fun, the funniest part though, dude, is I didn't have the liquidity. It was like point oh four or something. I didn't have it, so I reached out to Max Scruffer. Me and him text from time oh, to time. Oh no, no. Yeah, and he he swiped one for me and sent it to me. <laughs> Are you kidding? And yeah, like you you were scrounging for that point oh four ETH to be able to mint it, and then it went to zero. <laughs> But bro, what do yeah. you expect? What, what well, do you from, expect well, from no. like a college athlete's NFT? Yeah, man, but it's it's the first ever UNC one, so I got I got that memory <laughs> to hold on to. <laughs> in the hidden folder, bro. Like, and you're that proud of it, you can't hide it. Oh yeah, no, you're 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 totally right. You're totally right. But it's 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 been cool. Um, and you know, I so I went to UNC, so I, I hung out with the basketball players back in the day, and. I don't know if you remember Kendall, Kendall Marshall, but me and him were in the same class and stuff and hung out a decent bit. So it's just, it's been cool. It's weird being on the other side of it now. And I go back on campus and I feel like I'm a 60 year old guy. <laughs> That's wild. So, uh, you know, uh, like that is, 
interesting thing looking back at this last NFT bull market was just a bunch of those random random collections that were dropped like that. Like I wonder what the evolution is going to look like going into the next one. Because the majority of those, right? Like one of the key things for those, I, I just I think the issue with like a UNC specific NFT collection like that with you know Baycott doing that was just who is your broader audience that's going to be able to support that ecosystem? Like, I'm sure he did thousands of them, right? You know, it wasn't just where he had like 10 or 20, but even if he did 10 or 20, you know, what is continuing to drive that interest? Because the average UNC person, you have to think about like what percentage of people in each demographic are likely to be, you know, crypto native, and then narrow that down to like how many are actually NFT native, and then go back to your marketplace and ask, does this or can it resonate with a larger group? Can it potentially bring people into it? So that second part, can it potentially bring people into it? Maybe, but it's just like those type of really niche things I think are only going to be successful potentially down the road whenever there's a greater level of adoption for NFTs in general, right? Like, because otherwise, you know, I I just don't see any any of them really having that staying effect. You know, it's like, I'm sure Baycott, whenever he looked into it, was like, man, here, here's a little bit of easy money and I might be able to interact with fans, but he didn't know what the hell he's doing. So now you know, he's got that worthless collection. He's probably not done shit with it. <laughs> yeah, he, he's got my liquidity, that's for sure. Um, but I think, I think to that point as well, um, probably the coolest thing I've seen so far is with um, uh, Ball, LaMelo Ball. Uh, with the Hornets and them using Chainlink Dynamic NFTs, that's been a cool um, thing to watch. And now, anytime he has like a stat update for his career, it automatically updates on Chain. So I feel like we're headed more that way, not necessarily um, just static pictures anymore. But oh, I mean, I I do agree. I think Dynamic NFTs are. Um... I don't know, man. I'm, I'm surprised there hasn't been more innovation and traction when it comes to that. But I think a lot of the application for that is some type of game centric, right? You know, it can either be like what you're talking about, you know, tying back to some type of fantasy stat type thing, or, you know, like it, it can be more traditional gaming as well, right? Like one way or the other, I think that, that like that is definitely, and, and I mean, heck, you can even talk about it where, um, <laughs> I, Ledger status brought this up as far as one of his visions with NFTs down the road is, you know, like some type of you know, like you've got Carfax, right, where you can keep track of the history of everything that's happened with the vehicle. You know, you can do something similar. I don't know the exact form or shape of that yet, but, you know, with the NFT marketplace, being able to keep that on chain and um you know, a record of all those transactions as well. I just, I don't know. I like, there are a lot of applications that I think that we really, and we talk about this every week, we've really scratched the surface on as far as where we're going to go over the next couple of years. So, I don't know, man. We will see. Mr. Drago, welcome up to the stage, sir. King of the Penguins. Hey, Kaleo, how are you? Good morning. Hey, what uh, what ended up happening with the ice crown? Were you able to sell it? 
Um, no, not yet. I've uh, I've gotten a few offers, but um, I mean, I know it's uh, it's, we're gonna start running up pretty hard, like up up in tank season, you know. So um, I'm just uh, I'm I'm not I'm not in a rush, but um, I mean, obviously, I would love to keep it, but um, that it's just uh, that's a beautiful ice crown. I think I think someone. Someone can can rock that as their kind of identity or main main PFP, but um, I don't know, maybe soon. But um, I see you got your Santa hat on. Yeah, I went for it this morning because I was listening to um, Po and Nick's morning show, and they, you know, the topic of pings came up, so I had to rock the ping while they were talking about it. So I went up and. You know, it's getting near Christmas season. There, like, there are a lot of people that are obnoxiously already prepared. You know, like my sister-in-law, they just got in their Christmas tree last night, and they put it up immediately, like their new tree, whenever the box came. They couldn't resist. And I've got mixed feelings about that, though I do like extending, you know, the Christmas vibes. I know there are a lot of people that are like, you know, you can't start celebrating Christmas until after Thanksgiving is over. But, you know, I was like, okay, I could do this for the morning. Give the people a little taste of what's to come. And, you know, like, just be a little bit festive with everything that's going on in the market. You know, it's fun seeing a little bounce from the lows. Um, You know, we pulled back a little bit with some, you know, after resistance, but it's fun, you know, one way or the other. And the pings have also been holding strong. So I loved hearing them talk about the pings too. That was one thing they talked about was they were actually kind of surprised. They were like, yeah, you know, it's actually pretty impressive how they've held up right there at or above that three ETH floor since that last pump, you know, they haven't gotten anywhere. So that's pretty cool to watch. Yeah. I just want to give a quick shout out to, uh, Space Monk, uh, I see, I see him listening, but he's he's rocking that beautiful bow tie, tough penguin. Well, shout out to shout out to Space Monk in the crowd. I don't even see see him down there. I'm looking, and I'm lost. Um, but all right, Nick, I, I I cut you off earlier. I was waiting for you. And right as Flip comes up on stage, finally, you know, broke the silence. What's going on, man? Hey, what's up, guys? We're driving around right now looking for lunch, so I'll probably pop off in like 10 minutes. Um, But I got the week off. Um, And then three weeks from now, we'll be headed to Miami. I don't know if anyone else is going in here besides you. I heard you guys talking about UNC. Crayle, I think you went there, if that's what you were saying. Do you remember Ryan Switzer? My dude, man. I've, I've talked to Ryan a few times. I love that guy. I, I mean, I don't know him at all, but I love watching his highlights when I was playing. A little scrappy white guy receiver, punt returner. Yeah, it looked like a chump, but he would he would run one back on you if you weren't careful. And Kaleo, did you get a ute? Or... No, man, but that is something I wanted to, you know, talk about today was the uh... – the Ute reveal finally happening as well. So, one second. We got the uh, Room 110 guys coming up. 
into the room. But yeah, man, you know, like here's the deal with the Utes. I feel like what we saw with the revealed art today wasn't really anything different from what they kind of teased us with as far as, you know, what they had a month or two months ago. And if you're going to take all of that time to like, quote unquote, perfect the art, I, I just think it's one of those sad things where they almost set themselves up. They, they really, really had such solid traction leading into their whole mint process with all that hype, like just extend the hype if you have to before the mint rather than minting and then doing it, right? Like, so I, I just think the way they set it up really set them up for disappointed disappointment because even, you know, even though it's exactly what people expected, that's the issue. It's exactly what people expected. And after that much time prior to the reveal, you're almost sitting there thinking like, okay, well, you know, they keep hyping up how they're really perfecting the art. Like, what are they really adding into this that's, you know, taking this much extra time? Would love to hear y'all's thoughts on it, though. I think I think part of it, Kaleo, is that they were they were trying to wait for, um, I guess, uh, things to blow over a little bit, you know, like uh, people to forget or sentiment to change or something, because like they they kind of like rush things. I I feel to some respect to take advantage of like the D gods pop. Like, what do you think? I mean, I don't know, man. Yeah, it's a tough. It's tough, really, knowing exactly what the thought process going into all of it was, as far as you know how they did the mint, when they did it, whether or not they were trying to just, you know. I mean, they secured the bag one way or the other, <laughs> but like as far as long term trusts and everything else, it just. I don't know, man. I really think that they just had so much momentum that it's going to be tough to be able to reclaim that no matter what they really do. Right. And so here's the deal with that, too, is it wasn't a, a short extension of time to perfect the art either. It was, you know, it was like two months. There's a pretty substantial uh, delay, especially when you're talking in NFT terms. Two months is like a year and a half, right? Um, so yeah, you captivated everybody's attention and then lost their attention and essentially promised you were going to captivate it again. And then, you know, release Saturday morning cartoon looking, uh, PFP collection. I can understand the disappointment. Well, the space goes so freaking fast. I mean, to retain somebody's attention and then trying to get it again a couple months later with the same shit. I mean, you know, everybody has their own opinions on it, so. I'm sorry. I, I thought I was not muted, and I was muted. But you can look at it, too, just as a reflection of, okay, what happened with the floor price? And think back to a bunch of different projects that ended up, you know, doing this reveal strategy, and they did it fairly quickly, right? Like, one one that I can think of pretty clearly was Creature Toads, because Creature Toads minted right at the same time as Wonky Stonks. And Creature Toads, so much hype leading into it, right? Because, I mean, Flip, I'm sure you were part of that. Like, I know you're a big creature, um, creature person, and 
then you know the toads were huge at that point too so the merge of them the derivative had a lot of hype and there were a lot of people that wanted in on the mint so they got in on the mint and they waited like three or four days prior to reveal and i just remember watching floor price creeping up creeping up creeping up toward that reveal date and then literally what happens as soon as they reveal it was a post reveal dump right so that like the majority of all their volume was in the speculation phase as far as basically each token is still a lottery ticket, right? Like it's a mint for the people that missed the mint. And it was a continued buildup of the hype. But then upon the reveal, it just wasn't, you know, didn't really do anything. So it just bled out to zero. And you look at it with Utes right now. And I'm not saying Utes is going to bleed out to zero. I think they're way stronger than that. They're not a derivative. Um, though they are a secondary project in the collection um, or in an ecosystem. But you look at it, they were like, I think, 150 ETH floor for the tubes whenever the tubes first came out, right? Like, you know, they crept up from 120 to 150th or 150-ish. And you look at it this morning, whenever they revealed, it was around 80 or 80 soul floor. And, you know, after, after about an hour, half an hour, crept up to about 100. And since then, it's just slowly bled down and it's looking at like a 72 soul floor right now so that you know you think about that from the perspective when you just talk about it in terms of soul it doesn't sound bad but i mean that's like nearly a 30 percent discount over the course of just you know several hours since reveal so point being as people are logging on and being like oh this is what i got and they're realizing it's not special and they waited all this time yeah they're just dumping up the floor so you know like again i think it's just a product of so much hype leading up to it that if it's not anything different from what you expected, then like people aren't going to hold on. And sell sell the reveal is usually a pretty solid strategy too. I mean, I think they'll do fine just because Frank's number one on Solana, but yeah, I see that, man. I think they'll bounce back and like best of luck to them with it. Right. Like, you know, it is one of those things. I think that, one way or the other, there'll be a great case study for a bunch of projects down the road. But I mean, yeah, it's it was it's been interesting to watch it all play out. I try not to deal with Solana too because I had a bad first experience about a month before the stocks came out. But I should probably change that. I know Titan's big on Solana, but I'm gonna head out, guys. Good talking to you. Love y'all. I'll see you soon. Nick, take it easy, man. Later, Nick. See you in Florida, brother. So 80s, Rooster, what's going on, gents? What's popping, brother? How are we living today, man? Doing well, man. I cannot complain. I'm, you know, kind of bounced back from the sick vibes a little bit. You can still probably hear remnants of it in the voice, but um, I, I think I'm mostly over whatever whatever it is that I had, so... You know, dude, it's going around, man. It's going around. My wife came home sick yesterday and been fighting something off in my body for the past 24 hours. But I'm glad you're uh, on the mend, brother. Wait, shoot, dude. You're telling me there's something going around and the world isn't shut down yet? (laughs) (laughs) Doesn't make sense. (laughs) Nothing makes sense. We need to alert, you know, like. They'll probably have another lockdown as soon as the election is over. Right? I'm, I'm waiting for it, man. November 15th. It's all here to shut down. 
Yeah, 80s. If you're uh, if you're feeling under the weather, uh, make sure you're wearing a mask on spaces. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bro. I do not want to catch whatever you have. Like I'm already been sick for a little bit. Like it, it also, you can make everybody on, you know, in the audience sick too. Dude, that's kind of messed up to even think about. <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> I uh. I was contemplating on whether I should come back to the space after my vacation because we started pumping <laughs> while I was gone, and I didn't want to fuck it up for everybody. <laughs> hey, bro. No, we, we we need you, man. But some some somehow you do have that effect on the market whenever you leave. Whatever it is, like something's gonna pump whenever you take it off. Let's start charting my departures. <laughs> Yeah, it's because uh, you're not actively trading, so the market uh, stops counter-trading you as soon as you go on vacation. Exactly. <laughs> oh, man. Good to hear you guys' voice today, man. Uh missed you for the past couple weeks. I'm glad you guys had a beautiful walkie walktober. That was cool, man. Yeah, how you doing as well, Kaleo? Uh, Ghost Rose, right? Yeah, Ghost Rose. It's been fun watching them win. So, um, yeah, I think that they'll win it tomorrow. I really think so. So we'll see whether or not it happens. But, you know, like, I think that what, what really sealed the deal was Kramer showing his support for the Phillies. Like, that is actually where it turned around <laughs> for them. They've lost two straight since Kramer put on the Phillies jersey and tweeted out about it. Hey, it was so, good to see uh, Verlander finally get a World Series win. Like, I'm a Dodger dude. fan. Like, I don't, I don't like the guy by any means for obvious reasons. But um, that's that's still something to like get that off his back. You know, that's the thing. Like, I don't know. I, Justin Verlander's a likable guy, right? Like, I still think he's a likable guy. Well, I mean, he he's married to Kate Upton. You know, like he's got good things going for him in life, and. He, you know, like, but that's the thing. He stays under the radar. He doesn't really do anything too eccentric, you know? So, like, I'm a fan of him, and I like greatness. You know, if you're that great throughout the regular season, <laughs> it sucks seeing that whenever you're like, man, this is a good dude, but you look up and one of the greatest pitchers, you know, of all time. But he has the worst World Series stats of all time. You know, like, it's kind of mind-blowing. Yeah, well, Ker- Kershaw is not not too far behind him, unfortunately. But I, I totally I totally get what you mean. So I mean, it's good it's good to see that he's gonna he's about to win. What is it going to be fourth Cy Young? And um, you know, it's just like yeah, we you appreciate greatness if you like sports. So like a lot of people, um, you know, like for Kershaw to finally win a ring, like it's just something to. To root for, like how how do you not like playing Kershaw, right? Just 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 an example. That's a fair example, man. Fair example. So, um, hey, so Cube Rooster, I'm curious, what's going on in the Reddit NFT world? That's a good question. Uh. Uh, I've been kind of out of the loop. There was obviously the big FOMO rush in. 
thing is going to be how they slowly onboard people into NFTs because ultimately that's what they are, right? And I think eventually we get there, but it's just going to be a bunch of community building and bridging the gap. I think there's a lot of cool things the whole Reddit thing has going for them in terms of, you know, NFTs get a bad rap because of all the rugs and scams that exists. Um, you know, in order to be a Reddit avatar, you have to go through an application process where they're obviously going to do their due diligence and vet out artists. And then, but it's up to you. I mean, the same problem still exists with getting wallets compromised and whatnot, but at least from a collection standpoint, I mean, it, it mitigates their, you know, goes around that risk. So, I mean, long-term, you know, I think it's a cool thing. It's kind of fun to have exposure and into something else. So cones, but yeah, I don't that's know, what's rooster. on your head in rooster's head is the cone. Yep. I must've missed that while I was gone. That's hilarious. It yeah, was, you did miss uh, it. I've been uh Yeah, well about Rooster was watching these cones and calling them out for I don't know. R- Rooster, you tell the story, but they were like shit, they were point oh four and then a couple days later they got up to like one and a half ETH. But it's it's unique to all those Gen One avatars. So you got Gen One avatars, Gen two, and then these uh the spooky season thing. Um in within like the cone heads that we have, there's three different avatars you can get from this particular collection and you can swap traits and all this stuff to, you know, make your own unique avatar. But people have been doing it with video game skins and stuff for years. And now this is just um, something to do with Reddit. And I, I didn't know this cause all I did on Reddit before was just barbecue shit. Like I'm in the Traeger community. Right. Uh, I didn't realize how big, reddit was relative to like twitter in our ct world and our nft world but yeah what what else you got rooster uh no i mean you're uh you pretty much hit on what i was going to talk about i've i've stayed pretty uh quiet in the space uh especially this last week i closed out some positions uh to try and enjoy some call of duty that was my guilty pleasure over the past few days um, but on the Reddit avatar uh, aspect, my thesis and thought process was um, spooky season was going to be seasonal, right? Uh, they did have a lot of dope avatars, but um, I figured after Halloween ended, money was probably going to rotate into some Gen 1 collections. Uh, a lot of other people had the same thesis as well, it seems. Um, so, yeah, we ended up... Uh, going in on a cone you know unfortunately felt a little bit of FOMO and we could have capitalized at a better price um, but it was hard to give an accurate price with it being so new and me personally watching it rise from 0.04 to a one and a half ETH um, so yeah uh, solid thesis on generation one I think is going to continue to slowly rise in value as far as uh, reddit avatars um a lot of people I've noticed just experience their first uh, feelings of FOMO inside the communities as well. Uh, a lot of them are have a lot of people I noticed bought the peak and then are trying to offload a little bit because they're down a little bit of money. So kind of the same rotation that happened in the beginning of 
NFTs last year, I'm expecting to play out in Reddit as well. I mean, Kaleo, let me ask you. Would you rather have a Honus Wagner 1909 base card, Bowman baseball card, Gen 1, or you want a 2021 Justin Verlander? Spooky season. That's where I'm at. The other cool thing about him (laughs) is, you know, it's artist back. So I think if you keep an eye on the community, some stuff will get hotter than others. But then the collection sizes on them are all micro relative to like NFTs that we're used to. So long term, I, I, yeah, I'm bullish and I'm in a bunch of subreddits now and other discord groups. And I'm curious to see, you know, what happens over the next six, 12 months with them. Yeah, you know, I think it's a really interesting thing to keep track of, too, because it, it, like, was so hot whenever it did come out and hit the scene on Twitter that, you know, you wonder, was it the top or was it something that, you know, kind of was just a leading indicator for a possible resurgence across the marketplace as a whole? And if that's the case, then, you know, taking a little breather is perfectly reasonable, you know, taking a little bit of time to be able to bounce back and, you know, to get that. And if there is a second wave, then, you know, your thesis rooster about like those first wave items most likely is going to play out, right? You know, if it's part of the same cycle and it's just multiple waves, usually the first one's a smaller one. So, you know, being able to bounce back and, um, you know, like, yeah, it's the whole thing to be able to just, you know, keep an eye on and see whether or not that actually plays out because, if so, I mean, that's a huge, huge user base that has a potential decent amount of capital. And then, you know, if nothing else, social capital as far as um, what it can drive and what it can hype. And, you know, obviously that happened whenever you look at GME, AMC, etc. So the same type of thing, if it starts to branch to different sectors of that Reddit community still might have a chance of being able to have another wave. Right. And uh, here's also my thought process on, uh, you know, specifically uh, collectible avatars as well, is it's kind of in the stage of, uh, in my personal opinion, when the iPhone first dropped, right? A lot of people shitted on the iPhone. They were, it was like BlackBerry versus iPhone, you know, blah, 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 blah. Um, and then as time progressed, you know, evidently, majority of the world now is going to is an iphone user um, compared to like android or other types of phones um, so i think the same type of thing is going to play out stop 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 so uh, go okay what the what uh, sorry there's a, a cop that almost just caused an accident again <laughs> um, again but anyways, yeah, so that's my thesis is as people, you know, they hate on avatars now, digital collectible. Um, but as time progresses, you know, people will conform to the majority and then more people are going to want to get avatars and things like that. And then it's uh, just going to organically spread, even if it takes a couple of years of hate. Um, I still think that there's uh, a solid place for it. And I would also like to add, if you get the Wall Street bets of the world, you know, that group, what are they going to gravitate towards besides a wonky stock? Come on. 
so the burden falls on us to un- onboard some of these people. But long term, I like the play. Have you guys discussed uh, the Instagram um, NFTs today yet? No, we haven't. That is on the list of things to discuss, though. Um, and quickly, though, Rooster, I was going to say the last thing on Reddit is that, like, I, I I remember the only times I've ever tried to do Reddit or I've posted stuff regarding anything with NFTs, anything with stocks, anything else, didn't even feel shilly whatsoever, but I got banned each time. The post would get taken down and my account would get banned. And I'm like, what am I doing that's against the community guidelines? Because it would be like, well, the mod saw this and it's against the community guidelines, so it's being taken down. But it wouldn't say exactly what. So then I'd like rephrase it, do something else, and I could never put anything up there. And I'm just wondering, you know, is this some type of social hierarchy where, you know, different voices are censored, others aren't? Like, I couldn't figure it out. I I was kind of pissed off, so I just kind of gave up on it. No, it uh, it definitely is, and I've uh, fallen victim to the same thing as well. I've been banned on so many subreddits just from not reading the rules first. <laughs> I, it literally took me two and a half years. I just got unbanned from participating in the cryptocurrency subreddit. Uh, because no. <laughs> I, yeah, Two and a half years ago... Um, like this person was asking for help on like how to trade crypto and then asked they asked for a referral code and uh, sending referral codes is i guess against community guidelines so because i dropped my referral code for this person who was asking for it i ended up getting permanently banned and then i just sent him a message like a couple weeks ago it's like it's been like 84 years can i get unbanned now please and they did but yeah the wow. mods definitely have a, a narcissism problem All right, well, 80s, with that, we can go ahead and swap over to the Instagram side of things. No, yeah, I just think it's super bullish just for the space in general. I mean, uh, more exposure to the ease of accessibility for NFTs, I think, is just great for the ecosystem. I mean, the whole point is to onboard people, right? Let's just be conscious of how we're onboarding people, obviously. But, yeah, I think it's great, man. Um, Super bullish about it. I, I'm I'm curious though because Instagram is notorious for like updates and like always changing their 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 platform. So it's going to be uh, interesting to see like the consistency that they deliver with this. But yeah, super bullish about it, man. I have mixed feelings, man. Where I've I've just you know you wonder, and I I need to look into the mechanics for how it's working. I, I haven't really taking the time to dive into it yet as far as the exact mechanics of how people are going to be able to mint i know right now that you know matic is the uh i think the primary chain at the beginning they also have soul so it looks like they're going for really low transaction fee cost is what they're prioritizing right now which makes sense whenever you're trying to onboard people into something like this in general um but i'm not I'm not really sure how it works. Like, do y'all know, are y'all able to just mint something on there? Whoever is able to connect and mint something, is it certain creators that are given the privilege 
you know, is it just being able to flex an NFT like you can with Twitter? Like what exactly is kind of the, you know, the layout of what they've done so far with this? Yeah, I haven't, I haven't played with it yet or dove real too deep into uh, who gets access or what the actual use case for the Yo, creator is anyway. Um, honestly, I, just know I think it's all flesh. It's great. All flesh. Um, yeah. Yeah, and, and you know, but it is true. We were talking about this the other day whenever we brought up Reddit, right? It's inevitable how NFTs are going to permeate their way into different forms of social media. And that's why that's... looking at it, that it just makes sense that the NFT marketplace in general is going to be, you know, a leader when it comes to performance this next bull market. Uh, I mean, I, I just don't see any other way around it because virality matters in this day and age, right? You know, being able to go viral and do things and not just that, but I mean, like people are creating their identities around social media right now. You know, this really is the metaverse that we all keep thinking of and dreaming of right now. Like we're living in it, you know, we're talking in it, right? And... You know, like the NFTs are just a status signal or a status symbol in the current universe that we have right now. So, yeah, yeah. All right. <laughs> okay, can we mute them? <laughs> I actually really appreciated what they had at the beginning and uh you know then it started to go a little bit overboard uh, over a later but it was great <laughs> you know the thing about nfts too like we're gonna get to the point where we're utilizing this technology blockchain technology just like we use any app on our phone with the ease of access and once it gets to that point where all these major web two companies come involved and big tech companies are getting more involved in it, they're gonna keep innovating this technology Right now, this is the greatest piece of technology that's available to the general public for creation and innovation. So, of course, people are going to want to keep coming into it. And the more we keep giving that message out there that this is the future of how things are probably going to be automated with everything. What happened? Um, is there any problem? So, yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, yeah, man. So I, I don't know. It is exciting one way or the other. I'm just curious how long it'll take before more of my normie friends, whatever I get on Instagram, are going to start talking about NFTs and like if it'll actually become a flex in those type of circles, because if it does, then, you know, you know, you're reaching a certain level of saturation. I think it'll be way like even if it happens anytime in the next few months, it'll be way earlier than what I expect it to really play out. Like where I think all of this is really setting up for still is a couple of years down the road, right? You know, it's the same type of thing as Fidelity, where Fidelity opening up their, they've got X amount of dollars worth of, you know, investments on their platforms. And they now all of a sudden can trade crypto. And there are a lot of people that were saying, well, man, now that that happened, well, yeah, we should pump. It's extremely bullish. And, I mean, I, I disagree. I agree and I disagree, right? Like, it's more fuel 
to add on to the fire once the fire is already lit and it's running. But when it's not, you know, it's not going to be the thing that triggers the run up. You know, it'll just be more fuel when it does run up because those people aren't all, all of a sudden going to say, well, damn, like I've been waiting to buy crypto. And now that we're here at the bottom where it looks like it's all going to go to zero, we're going to go all in with our entire portfolio. No, like they've already eaten too many L's with just traditional equities right now. They're not all of a sudden going to say, well, you know, equities haven't done anything for me. Let me invest in these cryptos that are down even more. Like, no, they're going to avoid it until the market turns around. So, you know, it'll provide more of a catalyst whenever things get going. But I don't think it'll be what kicks it off. And I almost think the same thing with Instagram right now with this, too. I, I don't know. I don't know. It, it may be crazy to say it may have a little spike up, but I, I doubt it's the thing that actually triggers a bull run. I think it just provides another avenue for how things can go viral during the next bull run. Oh, yeah. I, I don't think this is an indication for uh, uh, the next great bull run at all. Um, I, I just think the exposure and the information out to the masses is bullish. And, and, and you're, I think you're absolutely right with the two to three year timeline that you're you know, proposing out here. It, it, it's it's going to take that time. It's going to take that innovation. It's going to take a few more bumps in the road. But as that message gets out there more, and then you start seeing different applications. So can you tell us about the, this uh, alt season right now going on? And guys, remember, just because uh, NFTs will pump again and there will be another bull run, that does not mean your NFT will pump. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think the Instagram is bullish for Irene Dow, um, and and I think kind of just following up on what 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 Homeboy just said, I'm like you know certain things are going to pump, certain things are going to I don't know die forever. Some projects will succeed. I feel like Instagram. I don't really know if PFPs are going to take off on Instagram because I feel like you lose. Or Instagram isn't super friendly to anonymity, and I do think that like one of the major um, like parts of the value proposition of PFPs is that it's a, it's like you can be anonymous, but still have a reputation, um, which, which, you know, isn't necessary, you know, doesn't require a PFP, but I do think that's part of why they have taken off the way that they have uh, elsewhere. And I don't know. I don't, I don't see that taken off the same way on Instagram, but on the other token, I do see um, like social tokens going really well. And like, People be simping. I feel like that's a place where people are going to make a lot of money on NFTs uh, <laughs> on Instagram. Facts. <laughs> Just wait for the OnlyFans NFT market. That's what I'm saying, Rooster. It's, yeah. It, the other applications, and, and I don't want to, you know, pigeonhole the other applications only into that general area, but um, it, it, the tokenization of things, uh, the membership access, um, you know, things beyond the PFP. We get so caught up in, in just the PFP of NFTs because that's what we know. That's what we've been exposed to. That's what's here right now. But the technology on the blockchain with the NFTs, that's that's where you're going to start seeing a lot more in that timeline like Cleo was talking about, that two to three year timeline. You're going to start seeing more of those applications being utilized. Yeah, and honestly... Yeah. 
like the way I really see it playing it out probably isn't even, you know, three years sounds like maybe toward the peak of the next one. I, I really think it's actually probably going to be sooner. You know, like if I had to guess, I would say 2024 is the next real year of the beginning of the boom for NFTs. Like, you know, it plays out like 2020 did where it was a slow ramp up, nothing too sexy yet. But, you know, 2021 was just this year of insane growth. 2025 will probably be that, right? But, you know, I kind of expect just like, you know, in 2020, we had DeFi summer um, and that was the real hot thing. I think that 2024, before Bitcoin really takes off, before the market does anything too crazy, you know, maybe climbing back toward the highs, it may be 40s, 50s, something like that for Bitcoin. ETH may be outpacing that still, but, you know, so like ETH may be three to 4K again, but like looking at it, it doesn't have to be ETH 10K plus for NFTs. I I think that slow grind up in the market as people regain confidence, you know, they're going to look for the speculative bets. And that's when you'll start seeing a bunch of these different mints that actually start doing really well again. And at that point, you know, there will still be a lot of people skeptical. But then whenever, you know, you have that momentum and then say BTC and ETH finally start breaking out to new all-time highs later in the year, that momentum, you know, that catalyst is just going to freaking take off. And I think whatever, whatever amount of success that it had prior to that, it'll double, triple, quintuple coming up past that. So... You know, like, again, it doesn't have to be three plus years to be able to get there. Maybe, you know, 12, 18 months. Like, that's not nearly as bad as it sounds when you think about it, though. I think, it's also I think not to say that you can't have any anything in the meantime. I'm sorry, Zoo. Go ahead. Oh, sorry, brother. I was going to say, I you know, I think crypto years are kind of like dog years, you know. So every year in, in like, you know, real life is like... 50 years of crypto um because everything moves so fast and i'm like i think um i don't know i think it's only a matter of time and we are we've already seen it really recently there have been uh some huge projects um including you know bigger stuff like ranga i feel like there were a lot of smaller runs with stuff like kitaro but nfts that are like the price in eth can go up without the price of eth going up and i think that just based on that i'm like we don't necessarily need for the full bull run to hit for there to continue to be uh, bullish action in the NFT space. Exactly, man. Exactly. So, yeah, you know, I, I really think here coming up right now, even, you know, we're going to get a little bounce in the meantime. That doesn't mean there won't be any action in the space before then, right? Like there'll still be winners. There'll still be stuff that hangs on, but you know, like might just have a little bit of time to really get up to that point. Um, so yeah, we'll see, man. Um, Krayla, I will say, I really do like the look of those wobble bugs, like the, the second version of them. I don't know if they're worth anything anymore, but like they look badass, and I'm a big fan of Wookie. I had him on some spaces last year several times, and he's a good dude. Wookie's super cool, man. Those are some dope PFPs, though. Okay, 
I'm I'm just gonna say another thing that I think uh, is another sorry another like sector of NFTs that isn't PFPs that I think is gonna be really relevant that I think is really underdeveloped is galleries because um, if you think about it social media so far is like you can post pictures of yourself but I really don't think like that uh, even Instagram right like the the you can post your digital collectibles and stuff now but I feel like we're only really starting the idea of like people expressing themselves um by just having virtual galleries that people can can come and walk around in um i feel like stuff like that stuff like space pods on cyber stuff um i don't know i feel like that stuff's around the corner and i feel like that may be a big catalyst to getting people into the space is just making it more normal um to sort of have a virtual place to showcase that stuff that you you know that you collect That's fair, man. Um, hey, I've got a quick announcement for one thing real quick. So one winner for the buy a stonk, get into the lottery is Z Newland. I just did the first drawing live. So I'm going to send go. Z Newland. Um, I, I basically just grabbed all the different orders. There were 327 last month. And pulled them onto a spreadsheet. I do a random number generator. It was the, you know, 41st transaction. He was the 41st transaction on the list. Um, and then I go and just verify on there that it wasn't like a wheat offer being accepted and that it was actual sale. So the first person is Z Newland. I will send that over to you. Congrats. Congrats. So that's exciting. Um, What's the plans for our Basil, brother? Bro, I still need to figure that shit out. Tell me right now what dates you're going because I am like looking at this. I I, I sat down, like, I've I've got to figure it out today. I think I'm going to UAE. Like, I don't know, man. It's going to be a blur. I think I'm going to go to UAE slash Dubai um, here in like two weeks. I'll be there for. I'll be there for about a week, and then I'm going to go right back from that. Going to go home to for Thanksgiving, um, and I'll be gone for that. Then I'll get back, have like a day in between, basically before that in Basel. So it's just all back to back to back. It's a wild month, but, man. Yeah, December first through the fourth. Uh, maybe get there a day before. I don't know yet. Well, I know some people that you know are getting there like the twenty eighth. I know, I know. Like, like I was texting Beesfy last night about it, actually, and he he told me he's going to be there. I think the 29th through the sixth. Which oh, damn. <laughs> I was like, but I mean, he did the same thing last year, bro. He got there last year, and he was just having such a good time that he just stayed like the extra four or five nights. Yeah, it's it's a fun town. I mean, there's so much to do there. There's good vibes all around. Good people to talk to. Um, oh yeah. Like, yeah. shout out to Ravi. I met Ravi there last year. It was a good time. <laughs> had, we had we were leaving, I think, Scope is what it was that was down there on the beach. And walking away from that, and there were a lot of people from the super rare artists that were showing off their collection. We left that show, and um, <laughs> we were just looking for anything to eat. There was this place that was, like, 
okay right on the beach, but we were able to walk up. There was no line, so it was easy. You know, it worked out like, but you know, the vibes are right. Like it was out there on South Beach, you know, right. you're meeting new people, having a good time. And like, that's what matters. Honestly, like looking back, that was one of my favorite nights there last year. Like was just being able to hang out, like meet a bunch of new people and, you know, do something that wasn't on the beaten path where a million other people were like, right. you know, it's spontaneous. little spontaneous things like that, that I think make the best memories. Oh, hell yeah. Without a doubt, man. Just being able to be around people and network and just go from one place to another, no agenda. I mean, that that's, that's the way to do it, man. You always find some good intentions that way too. Oh yeah. So, okay. What, what dates I'm putting this down right now. So you said you, the third is when you guys are, or no, no, not the, the third. The first through the fourth will be there. Um, first through the fourth. For sure, as a group, but I'm thinking about getting there a day early. Nice, man. Got it. Cool. Yeah, let's just let us What know. all do you guys have? What all do you guys have on the agenda right now? Right now, um, the first day, there's a PA party, a uh, frog party um, with the plague. Um, I know a group of us, we rented a, uh, pretty badass spot in um, in Wynwood and we're going to try to rent out, I think Saturday during the day, um, like a local bar around there, maybe even a brewery. And we're going to try to do so I'm dropping some alpha. We haven't even announced it yet. Um, probably, uh, do like a big networking event, just random people who's, there in town can come and meet and talk and chat and collaborate. That's oh, awesome, man. Now I, I'm pumped for you guys pump for everything with it. I think it's going to be an awesome week and I hope I'm there. I, I think I will be, I need to just freaking pull the trigger and do it already. I did this last year. And I'm gonna be You're going to wait myself. till the last minute. <laughs> I really will. Like, I, I don't will. even. So, like, the FOMO continues to build with each and every day. Hell yeah, it does. <laughs> now, nah, either way, man, if you make it out there, it'll be great to hang out and uh, get some good vibes going. Um, okay, so for the other two winners, I've got them. They don't have their address with an ENS name like Z Newland does. But the winners are there. I'll announce it here on the Ledge Art Twitter coming up um here in a bit this afternoon and i will send those stonks out to those winners what i do need and i need to follow up with cube i need a round table discussion as far as deciding who the winner of the meme competition is as well i've got a pretty good feeling who it could be but i want to leave this up to the people so that is going to drop here um in the next day or two also so got to you know, wrap up the, oh, there's Cube on, on the money for that. So Cube, if you could, you know, if you got an idea of what you want to, you know, do as far as that, like, just let me know and we'll, we'll give the, uh, the stocks out for that competition as well. Closing out. Sorry. My, uh, phone's been temperamental. I'm making a delicious pot of chili. It's actually going to snow here tonight. So it's chili season. Uh, I, I do see we have one of the winners we've decided upon in Platy Mama here in the crowd. So she's definitely getting one. Um, and then let's go, Platy Mama. Ribbit, ri- a wonky ribbit to you. Congrats. Um, and then, yeah, Clay, I'll shoot you a message there. 
uh, over in Discord on the other two. So if we've got all the three winners. I've just posted the images now on the general chat room. So I think Platinama was first spot, Hot Rod second spot with the uh, Wes. Here's where I put my group if I had one. And I think the third spot was Pit God with the... Um, well, I, I know it's quite amazing, the spaces thing with the guys dancing weirdly with all of our avatars on their heads. That's the spot as voted by everyone. That one was hilarious. Yeah, that one's amazing. That was great. <laughs> and it was very humbling to see Yakimit, you know, recuse himself um, from any submissions. So good on him. He's a goat, man. He is. Welcome to the stage, Platty. What's up, Platty? How you doing, girl? Hi, guys. I just wanted to acknowledge that I did get a little bit of help with the um, with the meme I created. The I am not the greatest graphic person. I make memes and use the GIF app and all. And I had the idea of what I wanted it to say, but there's somebody in our community. Um, he's very quiet and he holds like more than 10 songs and I had no idea, but I uh, never saw him around or posting stonks at all. So, but he's a great artist and he's been very supportive of me giving me art saying, oh, you know, sure, go ahead and post it. I'm like, I really like your art. Can I put, you know, put it up on my good morning post? He's like, yes, please do. So, and he doesn't have the greatest, like the largest following. So, uh, but he's a very active frog, and he's a very nice guy. So I thought, okay, well, let me ask him if he'll help me with this meme idea I have for the wonky song. So uh, he gave me the template, and I put in the, you know, uh, if it's, um, you know, the wonky, it's the wonky song one-year anniversary. I don't like wonky songs. Well, kick the guy out of the car. It wasn't going to work anyway. But then I'm, like, telling some people, you know, Oh, if I win, it's only right that I give the stonk to him because he created the art and it's more skill than what I did, my my idea, but his skill. So then I, and then I see that he's actually, I don't know how I figured out that he actually owns a wonky stonk. I'm like, you have a wonky stonk? He's like, yeah, I voted for you. And I'm like, what? I'm like, uh, if I win, you're going to get the wonky stonk. He's like, no, no, you keep it. I have like a lot. <laughs> He goes, don't tell them I'm like a mini whale. I'm like, oh no. So yeah, what a nice guy in our community. His name is Adnan. And uh, yeah, if he made any art done, he's amazing. So uh, I don't know. He might have done stuff for wonky stonks before, but just kind of quiet. So I love that. You know, it, it always blows my mind how many people are out there that own stonks. And two... You know, I get tagged all the time where people, you know, it'll be some question that somebody asks in the NFT space, like, what was your first NFT? And the number of people that have wonky stonks as their first NFT and it helping onboard them into the space is insane. Yeah, we were talking about that a couple months ago in the community, like majority of your core community from wonky stonks are first time NFT holders. It's it's mind blowing to see that conviction still holds strong till today. Yeah, man. 
So they're out there. And I love hearing that story, though, Platy. Love hearing that generosity and, you know, that there are people like that that are just out there. You know, it's one of the things that's always been super encouraging about this community. And also, you know, like the frogs, too. Like, that's why I'm a fan of the uh, the frogs as well. Mag, we never would have known about the frogs if it weren't for uh, Cube over here. Yeah, let's go. None of us would. Appreciate you, Cube. That was some solid alpha, brother. Well, a blind squirrel finds a nut uh, every once in a while. It sure beat the hell out of my moon farts play. So, But no, absolutely love the frogs, love ponds. Great communities both, and it, it's kind of cool. What I really love about the NFT space, and I've said this before, it's just like the cross-pollination between communities and everybody coming together. And it's just cool seeing that overlap of who has stonks, who has frogs, and you find out, you know, how we're not that dissimilar. And we're all generally pointed in the right direction. So really excited for stonks long-term and same with the plague. Yeah, plague is an amazing community. Hell of a leader with ponds, too. I think it's we great need to get how... We need to get Kaleo and Ponds on a space again together sometime. Because you guys did that, what, about four or five months ago? Bro, we did. And you know the crazy thing that happened then, too? I remember as soon as I talked about the plague, bro, the freaking, the plague did have a nice spike there leading up to it after that. And it was fun. You know, it really did a good job of cross-pollinating the communities and um, you know, really enjoyed it. That was the first time I ever got to know ponds and, you know, still DM ponds about a decent amount of stuff. So, you know, I'd definitely be down to do another uh another combo space. That space I was on that space. That's how I joined Wonky Songs was from that space you did with ponds. And um I love the cross community pollination because I think there's a lot of shared values across the different communities and um even with uh, Psychedelics Anonymous, Kloss is doing a space today at 2 p.m. with Ponds. So if anybody's interested in that, it's uh, happening at, in well, 2 p.m., so 20 minutes from now, EST. Realistically, that is probably, if you're looking across, like, projects in everybody's wallets, like, if you got wonky stonks at the top, I bet you the number two project held across wallets is probably the plague and the number three's number two's probably pa yeah definitely pa i'd say like well and then you obviously shit then you got the the penguins it, it's penguins frogs and pa that's got Isn't it amazing to see like that over the past year too though like when all these other projects they started out and even more recently with the plague and, and pa it's like Everybody, they were individuals, they were separate, and now they're just thriving together. And that's like the essence of what this space is. Like anybody can thrive together, united like that. And everybody can still have their own projects. Everybody can still represent, you know, several different communities. You don't have to just niche yourself into one. And, and, and that brings about so much opportunity uh, in every facet of whatever you're in the space for, too. So it's beautiful to see, man. It really is. It, it's truly the human connection. But in, like, the Web3 space, it's fucking wild, man. <laughs> I feel like a lot of people don't appreciate or, or maybe don't see that all of that stuff is happening behind the scenes because I feel like 
if you're an NFT, if you're if you're a creator, if you're on the artist side, if you're, you know, or, or just connected and paying attention, I feel like you see that there's all these smaller projects sort of banding together. And I feel like there's this giant, uh, I don't know, enormous community that's sort of coalescing to work together. Uh, and, and I feel like that's the... Um, I don't know. That's the whole reason the space exists, right? Is for all of us to get together and 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 coordinate and I don't know, be able to build something uh, without you know without even needing to ever see each other in another room, without needing to know each other. You know, I think as Potty Mama you said, you're talking about shared values. You know, and I think just being able to like you know whether you want to call it values or just vibes. You know, if if people just get along uh we can build some pretty cool stuff together i think that's i don't know that's pretty cool you know there's a lot of uh crossover with the plague and sappy seals but not so much with the with the ladies before but i have this uh group chat for the plague ladies and now it's been infiltrated with there's a lot of um sappy seals uh sappy sisters that are now showing plague profile pics uh because they feel safe there there's been a lot of um I guess, negative, I guess, uh, uh, vibes towards a lot of the sisters. And um, it's great because there's a lot of support in the frog play community. So I, I just really love that because there's a lot of crossover with them and also uh, Rue Troop because um, there's a Sister Rue's chat that I'm in and then a whole bunch of them I, is like, whoa, you have... So they join like the Plague Ladies chat and they're like, you're a Rue holder. Oh, you're a Seal holder. And we're all like together now in this big ladies chat and it's so awesome and everybody's supporting each other and looking out for each other which is so important especially uh with some shenanigans that goes on on twitter so i'm really happy to see that going yeah you know going back on like uh soon's point from earlier it a lot of people don't see that but a lot of people do see it because we're in it and we're plugged into it. Like the noise that's on, on Twitter, the negative sentiment, that's exactly what it is. It's just noise. Like, but if we continue to keep our conviction, our pure intentions in this space and really understand like this is the opportunity of a next generation to really thrive, like, and really adopt that mindset while also trying to make some money. Why not? It's a win-win situation. And um, the more and more we lead by example, um, moving further, it, it's really going to make those ripple effects a lot greater for everybody to enjoy. Totally agree. Yeah, sorry, I'm having mic issues. <laughs> I uh, I agree too, man. Like, it's, I don't know... It, Again, going back to it, I just think it's one of those things that's so important to continue looking outside of just your own sphere of influence and understanding that, okay, there are a lot of other thriving communities out there. And it's not going to be one of those things where, you know, only one project, only one community is going to thrive in this space, right? Like, I think that the more that you really see how a bunch of these projects have taken off, right? Like, you know, there are several ecosystems, like that end up thriving together um, outside of, you know, like outside of what we're talking about here, you can look at, um, you know, like just look at what happened in the last bull market. There were a lot of different communities where, you know, obviously like 
people that were whales in one didn't typically just stick to one project, right? There were a lot of people that ended up branching outside of their comfort zone. And through that, you know, I think that like the merge ends up strengthening both, right? It doesn't weaken one or the other, it ends up strengthening both. Yeah, uh, absolutely nail on the head. And, and and coming into it, it's like, I, I always refer back to coming into the space because that's when a lot of these projects were, you know, competing with each other. Like, no, I'm a blue chip. No, your project sucks, this, that, and the other. But as we, time, time evolves everything, right? And if you're patient and play the long game, and here we are in the long game already, being in here now this long in this space, we starting to see like you don't have to just say this one project is going to be the end all and be all and that's it and everything else sucks. No, that, that's that's a horrible mentality to have because now we're starting to see it because we're exposed to other projects. We're exposed to other communities and we're starting to see, well, this project over here fits my life in this way and vice versa with this project over here. The same with the community. And when we're building that that those intentions with each other, those uh, that connection with each other, it, it, it innovates everything that this space is. And it continues to grow to where we are now saying, fuck man, I'm, I'm, I'm here for a good reason. And that reason is the betterment of humanity itself. Okay. Speaking of the betterment of humanity itself, I have a project. Um, I, I, I'm like, I, I'd say that jokingly. Um, um, I, like I, I do. And it's, it's hard to get the word out. It's hard to like, I don't know. I feel like it's hard to, like, it's hard to shill. It's hard to shill honestly. And it's hard to come out and say, especially in these markets, like, Hey, this is something that I actually believe in. Uh, and it feels like you, you kind of have to go out as like an evangelist. Uh, in a sense, and I feel like it's it's nice in these times. I feel like the 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 good part about the bull or bear markets is at the very least you know that like the people that are sticking around here, like like it's probably not everybody's first day. Like I don't think people are showing up right now. I feel like the people that you're talking to, the people that you're rubbing shoulders with, like everybody in this space is probably um, like an intermediate to advanced user of the crypto space. Like I don't know if y'all remember bull market when it was like. Every project was like, oh, how do we onboard more normies? And it's like, hey, cool. Well, they're not here. Everybody's, you know, more like a a, a level two user at this point, uh, which I don't know. Eh, it's cool. Yeah, I mean, I feel like I'm rugging. <laughs> I'm rugging left. I think right you now. are. Yeah. Dude, what the heck is happening right now? Like, soon, I know you just had a badass thing to say, and I only heard about half of it. Is <laughs> thing. like, but I what I felt when you were talking was the passion from it. But like, I could only hear every other word, and I think it's just me that's struggling with this right now. Nobody else is, are y'all? No, I'm not really struggling with it. Um, I can hear him just fine. Yeah, you, you, you're kind of rugging, though, uh, in the beginning when you started talking just now. It's kind of cutting oh, out. Damn, man. So something is going down. 
Well, I, I mean, I can say it again if that, if you want to hear me talk again. I can just start <laughs> over from the beginning. Everybody wants to hear me talk again. <laughs> this is recorded, right? <laughs> it's recorded. I can go back, I guess, and look and just see how I made a dumbass out of myself and just skip to that part of the recording. <laughs> um, hey, I real quick, do... though. Coach, yeah, what's up? I need to know because you know how uh, I am. Yeah. I got I to gotta hear some alpha, brother. <laughs> hey. Bro, let's see. I mean, who you are, what's going on with Doge. Let's see what's going on with Doge right now. Give you a live. I mean, I think it, it it's right now bouncing off that base trend line that I, you know, if you've been keeping up with the uh, the TA, the chart that I've been sharing for Doge, you know, back at 14 cents, we were looking for a retrace back to this like 11, 11 and a half cent area. And we got there. You know, bounced right off that higher time frame um, support. So I think that, you know, I I think it's going to bounce from here. I still think that, you know, it's got more gas left in the tank. Um, and, and I'm bullish on BTC. So, you know, like combining both. Yeah, I think Doge could easily run up to like 20, 30 cents here the next couple of months. That's sad. Thank you, brother. <laughs> Oh man, that's a good feeling to have because I, I in my stomach, in my hearts of hearts, I, I, I always wanted to get back into Doge, and I'm gonna do a little playing around with it right now. So now again, one of those things to be careful with. Whenever anything's got up eighty percent in the matter of like a week, you know, you got to be careful entering into it because there are people that have lower entries that have been accumulating at those lower positions for a long time. So if there's any general sign of weakness across the market, like they'll be the first ones to sell without even blinking. Right. And then the people that buy in this area might be left holding the bag, but you look at it like, I really think there are a lot of, I think there are a lot of strong reasons to still believe that there can be more, um, more momentum, more fuel left in the tank with this one. Because just thinking about it in general, man, like, you know, if the market really does continue to trend up, the mean reversion trade happens, you know, the Elon rumors, whatever else with the integration of Doge, I really think that momentum is just going to continue to build into this. So, like, as long as there's broader market strength, I think Doge is fine. You know, so that's the real question. Does BTC actually hold up? You know, does the market hold up? Again, my bias is yes. So if it does, then I still think Doge is a potential outperformance play. And, you know, especially after it's kind of seen the drawdown and been shopping here. But, you know, all TBD. I, like, I'm in it. I'm long Doge. Love to hear it, brother. Man, I, I was talking to my buddy the other day, um, way back in the day, and I told you the Doge story. Um, he, he, he never sold. He never took profit. And, you know, obviously we stress that all the time. Set yourself up, take some profit. Um, he has just been stuck holding the bag forever. And uh, he's finally in profit again. And uh, he called me the other night. He was like, oh, my fucking God. <laughs> he had no idea because he stopped checking it or whatever. I don't know what, but he was ecstatic about it. And then seeing your bullish sentiment on it and seeing all the news that's going on with Elon. Fuck it. It's a, it's, Bro, if that's yeah. the case, he was probably heartbroken 
whatever right. it was back at five or six cents because from the yeah. sounds of it, he probably got in around 10 cents. So no, he, he bought it at 13 cents back in the day. Okay, so he got it at yeah. 13 cents. So he rode it all the way from 13 cents to like 75 cents. Yeah. <laughs> like literally did a five or a six X with that, right? And then just saw that completely wipe away. Wipe away, dude. Wipe away. And he, he put he put some he put oh. some money too, man. <laughs> oh my goodness. I got babe. out at fifty seven cents. You know I did, man. When I saw it kept dropping, I got out of fifty seven yeah, cents. I, oh. I you tried to kill me in downtown Tampa. <laughs> <laughs> I was scared off my ass <laughs> I was in that car with you, man. Like I won't even lie. I flipped the car too, uh, for not flipped it, accident. I sold it. So, oh, okay. I was like, "What? You flipped it?" Like, I mean, I was only half surprised, but <laughs> half surprised because I drove it like a maniac. Yeah. <laughs> oh shit! I don't even know, man. Like, if you're in here right now, you don't even know. This was this is back in like January, and yeah, it was. It was fun, but then at the same time, I was like, damn, you know, like, is this man trying to kill me? Well, we've known him for a couple months. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you were in good hands, man. You know that. (laughs) That's funny, though. It was a sick car. I'm sure you miss it. Yeah, it's all right. I I got an Audi now, so Audi's still There you go. All works. Yeah. Oh, man. Well, team, I really appreciate you guys hopping on today. I apologize. I've actually got something here in six minutes. So I'm going to go ahead and cut today's space. But I really appreciate you guys hopping on. It was a fun one. Enjoyed it. I am working on also right now typing up and sending out the stuff for the three um, you know, the three winners of the random giveaway for this last month and for the meme competition, we will send that out here. I've got to check the discord, be able to check out those winners that LST drop and I will send those out as well. Much love, man. Good hanging out today. See you, fam. Yes, sir. Much love, everybody. Enjoy the weekend.